you doing? What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Leather Helmet Podcast. Today, you'll be joined by... Ian Pisarchuk. And myself, of course, Caleb Consman. Today, we got a special guest for us, host of the Lawless Sports Podcast. Honored to have him on, watching him grow up, wanting to be a sports broadcaster. Goes by the name of Mini Duh, but... By some, but most, Casey motherfucking lawless. Let's hear it, boys. <laughs> yeah, boys. Uh, thank you for having me on, man. How you doing? How you doing? Bro, we're doing great today, bro. Doing great. That's great. How you guys? It's great to hear. Even though the Eagles are sucking. We're gonna yeah, we already know that. Yeah. Depressing time for Philadelphia, for sure. Yeah, not Pennsylvania's a because ah, we're fucking living it out. But anyway, let's move on right into it. We're going to be talking about running backs. For this podcast, basically all we're going to cover all aspects of it. Anyway, I want to jump on with the first question. Casey, who is the best running back this year? Absolutely no doubt in my mind is Derrick Henry. Um, Derrick Henry, you know, like he's called the king for a reason. He has just been absolutely nonstop. There is no defense in the NFL that is able to handle him, especially when he grows to become stronger and stronger through the third and fourth quarter, through the second half. There's just no stopping him. He is just, he's a tank. He's unbelievable. Ian, I know you got something to say on this Derrick Henry thing because you said it once to me. And after watching it a few times, he does slack in this department. What is that department, Ian? So Derrick Henry, he's been growing on me a little bit. He, he has been awesome this year, um, has been awesome for a couple of years now. Derrick Henry always ran high, which always kills me. He should run as more of a power back in between the tackles at times. Sometimes I feel like he forgets that he's like 250 pounds, uh, and he tries to use his speed a little bit too much every once in a while. Um, he's an awesome talent. I would like him to use that power more in between the tackles. Um, he's awesome. I wish he had a little bit more of a catching ability. I think he lacks in that department for, for sure. So with yeah, that being sure. said... My best RB so far this year, I'm going to go with Alvin Kamara. Um, he's doing everything wow. the Saints could possibly ask him to do. Um, he's always getting open when running routes. And my biggest thing is he's been doing this all year without Michael Thomas. He is like the only thing that the opposing team should focus on. Hey, let's stop Alvin Kamara. Let's stop Alvin Kamara. Let's stop Alvin Kamara. And yet he still has like over 100 yards every game, scoring TDs getting open, getting first downs for the team when they need it. Um, well, Swiss Army Knife for sure, and I'm a big fan of him this year. Ian, just just one little side note. Alvin Kamara this year, I know he's eclipsed in the uh, receiving yards aspect, but there is not a single game this year that he has eclipsed 100 yards rushing. Damn. I, I'm actually not I, I'm, I'm okay with that, though, just because I'm, I think... I, I'm just saying. Yeah, no, I, I get your point, but... When they have a guy like Latavius Murray, in my eyes, he is a good rushing back. He is. Um, and I think it's smart what the Saints are doing. Let's keep Alvin Kamara fresh. Let's not rely on him too much. Let's not get him hurt. Let's not get Latavius Murray hurt. Let's not ruin this, the fucking noodle arm, Drew Brees. <laughs> this committee yeah, thing is, is, like, perfect for both of them to stay healthy, For perfect for Drew Brees because he doesn't have the arm he used to, like Caleb just said. So... Uh, to me, Alvin Kamara is just doing exactly what he's asked to do. I get the Derrick Henry pick. It's probably even more of the uh, less controversial pick in Derrick Henry. But 
Alvin Kamara to me has done so much in the passing game for a team that's really needed an offensive spark with Michael Thomas out. So I'm going that way. Okay, what do you think? Best RB of the year so far. Another down I got on Henry, which is something I thought you were going to touch base on, but he didn't. My man can't pass block for shit, bro. He's he when you watch him sometimes he just lets the fucking uh, rusher go straight past him and get the tackle on the QB. And as a as a running back, I rather them do that before they start um, getting receiving and uh, being a passing back. Uh, just because I feel like your first job is to obviously run the ball. I feel like your second job is to pass uh, protect when you're in there for your quarterback. If you're not doing that. Or at least you're not doing it uh, great, and I don't think you'd be considered the greatest. But at least for this year, just um, just a quick mark on that. I think Derrick Henry isn't like a bad blocker. I just think with how big he is, I'm exactly. surprised that he's not like the best in the league. Exactly, he's he, he yeah. looks soft for his overall um, God given uh, genetics. <laughs> but yeah. either way, my favorite for sure is got to be Cook. Um, you talk about not even just talent wise but being there and being available um he hasn't been in the past but this year we're talking about this year alone um he's been available for most games i think he's only missed one game so far and even when he was hurt he still pushed through it like we saw last week and overall he's just he still isn't as high as Kamara for the receiving uh side of it but he still can do that but he doesn't need to because like in saints all they have is really michael thomas they have obviously um, Sanders in the backfield as well, catching the balls. And I think now Cobb. No, I don't know why I keep saying Cobb. Cobb, bro. Texas. Get off of Cobb. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, I think he can do it all around. He's a great running back. He runs hard. He doesn't usually get tackled by the first person. He goes on to the second, sometimes the third. Same thing as Kamara. So I got them at one and two. Um, it's very, very close in my eyes. I love Henry as a back as far as um, once he gets out of the pocket – He's very explosive, and no one can stop him after that. He kind of reminds me of a like Eric Blunt, if you want to compare him with anyone. Um, but overall, I just uh, how running backs are judged nowadays, it's receiving and pass blocking and running, and I feel like he only does one out of all of them um, the best. So I just can't really give it up to him. But it is a great pick, and I'm just going to have to go with Cook just because of – talent he's done also cook has the most uh touchdowns this year by running back so i think he has like 14 so that's pretty damn big that's your number one role goal line get your fucking ball in the touchdown that's obviously what they want them to do if you're if you're a great running back but you can't get the touchdowns then you're you're viewed very lowly for sure yeah i think all three of those uh rb selections that we just made could be justified easily but um yeah. looking at I guess the rest of the way, there's not too much left of the season, um, maybe even looking to summon the playoffs. Who do you believe is going to be the best RB the rest of the way? And I'll send that question to Casey. Do you, do you believe Derrick Henry is still going to be the best running back um, in the you know last remaining weeks? All right, so Derrick Henry started off last season pretty lackluster. Like Through the first eight games, he was not even top 10 in rushing yards, but then what we really saw was in those last eight games, that last stretch of the season, really when he just started to put on because it's going to get colder. You know what I mean? the ball. A lot of people are going to keep the ball in the hands of the running back. And Derrick Henry is just someone who is just going to grow stronger and stronger and stronger and is just going to keep the Tennessee Titans relevant for a long time. 
I love Dalvin Cook. I think Dalvin Cook has an explosive ability in the NFL right now that I don't think a lot of running backs can compare to other than a guy like Kamara in terms of like straight line speed. But Derrick Henry, in terms of comparison or comparing him to Garrett Blunt, I don't think that's a fair comparison at all. And that's no disrespect to Garrett Blunt. He was a stud for the Philadelphia Eagles in their Super Bowl run. But I will say that Derrick Henry reminds me a lot of like an Adrian Peterson. Like there's no reason that he should be that strong and that fast. And the only thing that he does better than AP, honestly, is hold on to the football. And Derrick Henry can win you football games. He has 12 rushing touchdowns right now. He's like basically right behind Dalvin Cook. And Dalvin Cook is someone who I love, but he can be weak and brittle at points in the season, as he showed the season last year and the season before that. Derrick Henry just shows a lot more promise in terms of staying durable throughout the season. So I got to stay with Derrick Henry for sure. Yeah, their schedule also looks very, very easy. They got the Browns. Um, I think they'll be able to run on them. Yeah, not don't, the don't, best, but yeah, yeah, don't be hating on the Browns. They're eight and three right now. <laughs> I think no, no one is talk. No one is talking about Cleveland and the fact that they are an eight and three football. Oh, trust team me, right I, I just had someone say that the Steelers are the worst ten and zero team ever to go ten and zero. First of all, there's never really been that many teams that go on ten and zero, and second of all, they played the Browns once to completely fucking destroy them. <laughs> But either way, their schedule looks pretty good from here on out. They got the Browns, then they got the Jags, they got the Lions, Packers, and Texans. He can easily rush all over them. Absolutely, one of those teams. Every single one of those teams has a weak front. Exactly. So, so that is that is a great pick, I would say, going forward for sure. So he might actually, honestly, finish off the year as the best running back, um, just because of his schedule alone. Um, but then also his God-given talents for sure. But as far as mine going forward, I haven't really looked at much schedules. Um, I can't say Kamara because motherfucking Hill is out. Um, you mean Breeze is out? Yeah, Hill Hill's, Hill's in. out in the field, in in the field, whatever you want to say. <laughs> um, he's on the field, so it's taking a lot of rushes away from him. Um, but I think Chubb's going to be the best from here on out for sure. Um, he's yeah. came back, and he's looked very nasty. Um, he's looked nasty last year. Even with Hunt on the field, he gets his work, and now Hunt is um, questionable for this week. And I think the Browns really, really want to make playoffs for the first time, and who knows how long. Um, but I think he's going to power through. He does have the best yards per carry at 6.3, and he's at 4.9. So they're not really even that close for yards per carry. And Chubb's kind of more like a running back than a catching back. So if you wanted to compare any of the two um, – as far as this year, I think I would compare them as the two. But I think Henry is more uh, explosive than Chubb is. And I think Chubb's just more a little bit more aggressive and can take more hits than Henry, um, at least up in the upfront um, line. But in the backfield, I think Henry can just explode and make anything happen. So I'm going to go with Chubb from here on out. But I, what do you I, got, Ian? I kind of love that you mentioned Nick Chubb, to be honest, because sadly um, in my talks today, he's – not really mentioned and he is a guy who deserves recognition for sure especially what he's been doing after he got uh off the injury list he's been a beast since then but um rb rest of the way i decided to go with dalvin cook um it's hard to go um against derrick henry right now because like you said the easy schedule and derrick and uh dalvin cook just got a little banged up last week but if dalvin cook is still healthy and can stay healthy the rest of the year. I think uh, Dalvin Cook has looked better every single week that he plays. 
Um, I think defenses are also going to have to focus a lot of their attention on Adam Thielen and Jefferson, too. So that box should not be stacked. He's got a Dalvin tough Cook schedule. Should be able to run the ball. I think I think the Vikings can run the ball on a lot of teams. I'm, I'm not going to say every team, but a lot of teams. Right. And even if he does only get 50 or 60 yards in the rushing game, he then becomes a factor in the passing game, which I love. I love a running back where maybe if you're down two scores or something like that, you're not going to get lost. You're still going to be a factor in what's going on with the team. You're still going to run routes run routes well, catch balls, make people miss. And that's something Dalvin Cook brings to the table, and I really like it. Like him the rest of the way because of that. Yeah, his schedule's a little bit hard, though. I mean, you got Jaguars, so he can run all over them this week. But then you got Buccaneers, then you got Bears, then you got Saints, and then you got Lions, which is a pretty easy uh, one to finish off. But, I mean, it's he's, he's just such a great running back. Uh, I think, like, his first or second year. I was downgrading him out of his ass, and then he got hurt. I didn't really watch him that much, and then all of a sudden, the past two years, he's just been popping off. But like Casey said, he gets injured. He's very uh, fragile at some points, but I think he's very tough as far as if he gets hurt, he's going to come back as soon as possible, um, just like CMC or uh, Barkley. But either way, let's move on to another question I got. If you were to draft a player – like any of these running backs for your team next year, who you taking? And I'm not saying like for your team you're rooting for, so the Eagles, um, for both of you guys. But if you were going to make up a team, and you were only only going to have him for that year, regardless of put away money aspect, who M- would you money take? and uh, age not a factor in this? Correct, money and age not a factor. Just God given talent, and you know he's going to play all games long. Casey, okay, so who do you got with that? So are we starting an NFL franchise with this player yes. or like a fantasy? A franchise. Okay. You're starting okay. a franchise, so, but it's only one year. Yeah, say it's like the XFL. <laughs> you know, you never okay. know if there's going to be like another a, year right, behind so like a, that. A, a, yeah. skills, a skills position player? Uh, no, we're, we're going to run it back here. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Um, I would take Christian McCaffrey. Um, I think Christian McCaffrey, in my opinion, is just overall the most talented running back in football. And put this in perspective. In terms of a guy of Christian McCaffrey's size, he is much stronger than he looks. He can run between the tackles. He will pass protect his ass off more than almost any other running back in the NFL. The only other running For back sure. that I'll give him pass protection in comparison with CMC is probably Zeke. Zeke is a phenomenal pass blocker, but CMC will literally he will pancake, he will chop block for who like whatever he'll have to do. And out of and in the receiving game, like there's almost. There's almost nothing you can do. Like, if you look at, like, a 2014, like, Le'Veon Bell, where, like, the Steelers used to, like, line him up in the slot. Like, there's, like, nothing that defenses could do to stop him. And Christian McCaffrey not only has that ability, but he's faster than Bell was in his prime. And I think he can break off longer runs than almost any other running back in football. I've seen it too many times. I saw it too many times last year. Healthy, day one, I need a running back on my team. It's Christian McCaffrey. No question. I like that a lot. I do. Um the you one, really the one thing bad. I always had against Christian McCaffrey, though, is I do wish he ran with more power at times. Um, I forget which game it was. Last year, I almost want to say the Buccaneers. I think it was Thursday night football, maybe Monday, Monday night football. It wasn't a Sunday game. Um, he ran around. the. He was, he was running on the left side. Uh, they were on, like, the one-yard line. They needed a touchdown. He got a direct snap, ran to the left. He had to, I think, run over... 
a cornerback to get a touchdown. If they get that I touchdown, they win about. the game. Yes. I think it was over like Hargreaves. I, I want to say, exactly but Vernon Hargrave. Yeah, they put it in the best, the most talented player, and he just didn't. Execute. Yeah, he he hit, uh, he hit him, and then instead of running him over, he was pushed out of bounds on the one yard line. The Panthers lose the game. That is my one biggest thing with Christian McCaffrey. He's my best player on a on a fourth and one situation. I want to feel comfortable giving it to him, and to me, he's just not there yet. So. RB, I would want for one year only next year. I'm going to still having an awful year this year. Elliot. Ezekiel Elliott. I know it's crazy. He's a cowboy, um, but he his talent, his his playing level is just insane. Um, he is able to do everything, everything really well. He is one of the best rushing backs in the league. He's still a good quality receiver. And like Casey said, Probably the best blocking running back in the league. I mean, yeah, I'll give I'll give that to Zeke 100 percent in terms that he is the best pass blocking back in football. Exactly. So th- this guy does everything you could possibly want him to do. He's been good, not turning the boat ball over until this year. Um, this is just one of He's those years terrible. for the Cowboys where it's just an outlying season. So so I'm going to throw the season away. Um, I ho- I don't think this reflects on what Ezekiel Elliott will be in the future. I think this is just year you throw for the Cowboys altogether. So Ezekiel Elliott, looking at his previous work, what he's done, I love how powerful he runs. I love how fast he can be. I love the fact that he can receive. I love the blocking aspect. I just like him all around as a player. So I'm going with Ezekiel Elliott here. Yeah. Um, see, there's some people that hate on Elliot, I'm not one of them. Um, a lot of people hate that he does the feed me thing. A lot of people hate that he has a belly shirt. But I think the worst <laughs> of it all is the fucking gay-ass tattoo on his stomach that says feed me. Like, he went too far with that, I think. And the fact that he's trying to show it off, too, it's just it's just too much, man. Um, and with that being said, I don't like people that, um, I don't know, like, try to show off too much you can have fun but then when you try to show off too much it's just annoying and it becomes uh very uh a problem in the locker room obviously he's not really a, that big of a problem he kind of just shows off because he is that good i i do think he's the most talented but i'm gonna have to go with hunt um he just can do like you said everything kareem hunt, kareem hunt. the backup Yes, the backup. I, nah, I, I, I nah, Caleb, nah, I, Caleb, I like that pick. I, I love I do. Hunt as a like running back and as a catching back. Like, he, he just, he gives it his all. Um, he knows he fucked up um, and then obviously lost his chance to the Chiefs to get a Super Bowl. But he, he knows what he's worth and he knows what to do in every situation. His his hands are nasty. I think it's like one of the top three nastiest running back hands this year for sure. Um, and I just, if like you were going to say fourth down, fourth and inch, fourth and one yard, I'm going to give it to hunt every single time. And I'm going to feel confident as hell. Or if you got a good quarterback duo with him, just drop back, give him a little screen pass and he's going to get that first down. I promise you. And like you were talking about, um, CMC, he doesn't really, um, really give up ever. Second he gets hit, he he's always driving his feet nonstop moving yeah. in and out. So he's he's very tough and he's he doesn't give up for shit. So I gotta pick Hunt for sure. Elliot would probably be my second one just because he's a freak. Um I just don't like people that 
show off too much, I say, especially when you get some gay ass belly button tattoo like that. You trying to have some guy suck your dick or something. So I'm gonna go with Hunt. Anyway, moving off the arb that that whole tattoo shit though. Real who, fast who though, cares? I want to go over your three or our three that we picked. Um, if you're gonna pick on a team, yay or nay it. If it's the most, if you think it's the most talented player, Casey, yay or nay? CMC. Is he the most talented player? Talented running back. In football? This year. Yeah. Oh, oh, this year? Or yeah. just, no, I mean, no. like, it just, Overall, you, right? you can't really. No, this year. We're comparing this, this year running backs. Well, then, no, he's not the most talented because he hasn't been on the field. You know I what mean, I mean? Like, but I meant, like, if he was on the field, like, I'm not judging off, like, stats. Do you think he's the most, okay. <clears throat> the most talented out of all the running backs? Yes, I think that, I think that Christian McCaffrey, yes. I think that he can do a lot of things that a lot of running backs cannot do on the football field. Yeah. I think, yeah. Okay. What about you, Ian? Christian McCaffrey? No. Your uh, pick, Elliot. Oh, no. Ezekiel Elliott's not the most talented. Who you got? Um, to me, I think the most talented is kind of obvious. Um, to me, most talented could be looked at partially as, like, most athletic. Okay. Um, because this guy, if he, he played off up to his, played up to his athleticism, um, would, it's just Saquon Barkley. I mean, he is one of the best athletes in the league. Um, this guy can jump high shit, run fast, cut on a dime, receive really well. He's an uh, awesome athlete, and given if he had, I think, more natural football ability, he'd be his talent's just unlimited. Basically, at this point, he'd be able to do whatever he would want on the field. Yeah, I'm gonna get to go with Nay for mine for sure for Hunt. Um, I'm just picking him because he doesn't give up. But as far as talent wise, I easily gotta go with. Zeke, um, I think with talent comes putting yourself in position to not get hurt. And obviously I said not judging off this year, but just in general, I think Elliot is very uh, agile with his body movements and knows how to stay healthy year in and year out, keep his body healthy year in and year out. I know he didn't blow up the one time, but he still performed no matter what. Um, and I think he just I, – I would say honestly – those top three are easily it. Um, Christian McCaffrey, Elliott, and Barkley easily are the most top three talented this year. Um, and anyone can have uh, an argument to say which one better. But, I mean, I, I got to go with Elliott for sure. I, I think my second pick would probably be Barkley just because, like you said, he's a freak athlete. Now, I want to backtrack just a little bit, though, with, okay. with your cream thing. I, I wanted to talk about that a little bit. I'm not hating on the pick at all. Um, Cream Hunt is an awesome talent. The only reason he's a backup, like you said, is because of what he did in the past. But Cream Hunt, um, as you saw with the Browns, when when Nick Chubb left, that team wasn't as good. Um, of course, when you're missing one of the best running backs in the league, you're going to get worse. But Cream Hunt, I thought, would step up to they the plate. They also lost OBJ, though. It's true, still to this day. But they're still Nick Chubb came back, and it, they're not missing OBJ really. Well, of course you're going to miss OBJ, but not as much as before. Cream uh, Hunt, I thought, would step up to the plate um, and, and do some amazing things. And honestly, he didn't produce at the level I expected. Nick Chubb um, was really missed. And when Nick Chubb came back recently, the Browns just got so much better because he is just a better rusher altogether than Cream Hunt. So I think Cream Hunt 
easily is like a top 10, maybe even top five. But for me, it's just hard to put them at one. Okay. I'm going to do um, one question. Actually, they're two. It's kind of like a two question thing. That's one question. Who is your most overrated and underrated running back? Um, no explanation. Explanation? How would you say explanation? that? Explanation? Come on. You got, yeah. Yeah. Um, you just got to let me know who do you think is the most overrated and who's the most underrated. Go ahead, Casey. I would have to say right now that the most underrated running back in football right now is Antonio Gibson. I love that, I don't, actually. <laughs> I don't think that that dude is getting enough press for what he is doing. He's literally, as a rookie, putting carrying the Washington doesn't-have-a-name football team on his back. And he is doing some amazing things in Washington, and they have a bright star. And, and you know, as an Eagles fan, you know, like, I hope they fuck it up, but, like, I hope for Washington's sake they don't fuck that up. Overrated, though, you might have to come back to me because this is – this is a hard one for me because I don't think that there are particularly too many running backs that are, well, you know what? Yeah. I guess just based <laughs> off of name brand alone this season, it has to be Zeke. I mean, Zeke has been a mess. He has been terrible. He's had more fumbles through this one season than he had in the last four seasons combined. I mean, you want to talk about ball security. You want to talk about feeding Zeke. You want to talk about the cat on his stomach. You want to talk about like, all of that stuff, you know what I mean? Like, no, Zeke has been a disappointment this season for sure, and I think that anyone with a real brain can see that. And, yeah, yeah, the, the answer is Zeke. So my underrated Antonio Gibson, overrated Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah, no Ezekiel doubt. Elliott's been fucking awful this year. <laughs> Who got in? Um, all right, so Saquon Barkley is overrated, in my opinion. All the talent, but lacks some natural RB instincts, and I think he's more of an athlete than a running back. With that being said, Saquon Barkley is a very good player. I just don't think he's one of the elites. I think there's easily five other running backs I'd take ahead of him. The guy is talented out the ass, just needs to improve his football ability in my in, in my mind. Um, then we'll move to the underrated. Uh, actually, I have two of them here. I, I, I don't cut, fucking I take my bitch. Probably take him. Mm, I don't mm. know who I'm taking. I don't, I don't know if I'd be taking yours, but I'm going with Joe Mixon and Josh Jacobs. I hate um, them both. So to me, both I was criminally, gonna, I was criminally underrated. Um, to me, uh, both are great running backs. Joe Mixon has an awful offensive line. He has not been able to show off what he can really do. And on top of that, he is a very good pass-catching back, and the Browns just don't utilize him in that way. Um, Joe Mixon is a lost talent right now. The Brown, the, did I say Browns? The Bengals don't know how to use Joe Mixon. Um, on a different squad, if he goes somewhere else, Joe Mixon would be amazing. And sadly, he just got that contract, so he's going to be sticking with the Bengals for a while. So hopefully they get to know how to use him. We'll see. And then my next one, Josh Jacobs. He's awesome. He has top five RB potential, I believe. Uh, he can do it all, like I said, with all these other running backs that I mentioned. I love it. I think he's one of the better rushers in the league. He's a he's a great receiving back. He He's just I, – I can't speak uh, highly of him enough. Great running back. Um, so I'll just move this on to you, Caleb. Overrated, underrated, who you got? Um, so – my picks are none of yours, and you're probably not even going to think about this, but as far as this year, the most 
underrated, I think, is Mike Davis for sure. My man's been showing okay. up week in and week out without um, Christian um, McCaffrey there. So, obviously, being put in that spotlight, too, takes a lot of um, uh, balls, I guess you could say, um, that Christian McCaffrey is out. So, they're like, oh, our running back situation is going to suck. Mike Davis came out of not nowhere. He's been in the league for a long time, but as far as stats-wise, he came out of nowhere. I don't know if that's uh, a nod to the offensive line then, just them being very good. But he's also, also receiving uh, back, so he looks very good there as well. So as far as underrated, I'm going to go with Mike Davis. And overrated, I got uh, Clyde for sure. Uh, some people might say not say he's overrated because he's – they don't really think highly of him, but he came in to the league, at least fantasy-wise, as like, yo, we got to draft him. He's on the Chiefs. He's going to do good. But he really hasn't done, like, that much um, this year, and you could also put that to Mahomes just slinging the ball left and right, left and right. But I just I don't think he is what people think he's going to be. Um, I think he's just going to stay mediocre at best and just move on from there. But – I'm not, I'm not super confident on that pick for Clyde, but for this year at least, I think he is definitely overrated, at least from the beginning of the year till now. Um, another underrated I got, though, is Eckler. I think he's super underrated. Um, he was always a backup beyond Gordon, and then he had a breakout year last year. And they kind of just were like, all right, screw it. We don't need Gordon anymore. So all we need is Eckler. So they just let go of him. Uh, Gordon moved on, and Eckler took the starting role, obviously got hurt this year. And he hasn't played much, but I just think his talent-wise is very, very good. Um, even as a running back, uh, as far as rushing, I think he's very good. So I think he's very uh, – he's not really looked at much. So I definitely got him as an underdog pick. I want to do one thing real fast before we uh, ask Ian his question. Since we both have – since we have two Eagle fans here, Casey and Ian being them, um, I wanted to play a little game where you got – Three minutes on the clock. I don't want any games with the Eagles. Fuck them. <laughs> yeah, three <laughs> minutes on the clock. All right. You you drafted your overall number one pick already. Not over. Yeah, overall first round pick. Not overall, though. You drafted your first round pick. You're in your second round. And you can choose any of these motherfuckers that are playing this year to be on your team. You got two minutes. I think it's usually three minutes in a, in a draft. But either way, you guys, you are uh, who wants to be who. You want to be uh, um, I can't think of his name. Well, who are we talking about? Owners and play, like, uh, manager Howie Rose. Yeah, you talking Howie Rose. You want to be Howie? Howie? We'll, we'll do Jeffrey Casey Lord? as Howie. What are you doing? And then you'll be um, Peterson. I'm Peterson. Yeah. Right. So Ian's Peterson. Casey's Howie. You guys got two minutes on the clock. I'm gonna start it to debate and come up with uh one of these running backs this year for the Eagles. At the end of it, you got to come to agreement. I don't want no Zeke and Barkley. I just want one person. So right. here we go. You ready? Running back. Running, running back, back this yep. year. Here we go. Two men's on the clock. Starting right now. So who we want right, on the Eagles for next? Like, okay. Uh, okay. What are your thoughts here? Bro, I mean, you got to think about a running back that can easily take off pressure off of Carson Wentz. If Carson Wentz is a starting quarterback for next season, we have no idea what's going to happen with Jalen Hurts. I mean, uh, Jalen Hurts is more than likely going to get the start. But if Carson Wentz is our quarterback, how can it not be Christian McCaffrey? Uh, you know, it's as Doug Peterson, 
it's hard to actually argue <laughs> that because I'm going to throw the ball 10 million times. And, uh, exactly. Christian and it McCaffrey might as well be to someone who's good. Exactly. Christian McCaffrey will only get four carries, so I'm going to be throwing it the rest of the time anyway. So I really only think there would be three options here, honestly. Okay. We'd look at Christian McCaffrey, Alvin Kamara, and maybe Dalvin Cook. Um, or Eckler. Uh, Eckler, I, I, I just don't think on that level I like just him. yet. I, I like Eckler no, a lot. I, I, but I understand, I understand. He deserves to be in the conversation, I One suppose. minute left. One minute but left. We, we got uh, these three guys. So, overall, I'm Doug Peterson, as Caleb said. So, Dalvin Cook's off the list because he runs too much. He <laughs> runs too much. He just runs too much. Fucking Eagles. They don't want running backs. So, we're, we're at Kamara and McCaffrey. So, um, I could go either way. I'm Doug Peterson. I think McCaffrey's a better... McCaffrey's a better blocker, especially if we're passing the ball 8,000 times a game. All right, there you go. I, th- I think we're settled. Um, here we go. We got Christian McCaffrey, and we got, what, 30 seconds still remaining? We got 30, 30 yeah. seconds left. Howie, let me hear the pick. Make the call. Who you got? The second pick in the 2020 NFL doesn't exist draft. So that the <laughs> Eagles select Christian McCaffrey out of standard. Hey, my man, Christian. Woo! All right. I uh, just wanted to hear. That, 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 was a, that was a pretty good uh, setup you guys did with uh, picking out the thank Eagles you, not being a, really a running back team anyway. Just fucking tossing the ball nonstop. Cause I wish we would sucks. run the ball. Miles Sanders is probably going to kill himself this season. I'm serious. Like, Miles well, Sanders is like legitimately leading the NFL in yards per carry, if I'm not mistaken, with like a certain amount of attempts for like a lot of running backs. He's and second, I, I believe, right now. Which is just, but like, it's stupid. Like, when did he get the ball four times last game? Like, I don't even, if that, like, it's just, and then Boston Scott has more playing time than Miles Sanders. Like, I just, I, and that's no disrespect to Boston Scott, but like, you take a guy in the second round to play him, you know? I, Trust me, I've been saying know. the same thing, but let's, let's not dive into this shitty Eagles team where they just do the wormhole. That, no sense. that is the Philadelphia the Eagles. Thing, talking about how great Miles Sanders is. Um, you know, rushing the ball, his eyes, his high uh, yards per carry. Next thing he leads in is drops, um, yeah, drop passes. And this guy has been hurt. What? How many three three games? I'm gonna say. I'm gonna I'm gonna say yeah. three games. That might be wrong, but he only played seven games, so that means four games. Okay, so he's if you missed four games, if you and really eight drops. He's dropped a ball one or two balls yeah. like every game. It's been ridiculous for me. And I'm not telling you that he doesn't have a dropping problem, but. Four of those eight drops are just shit passes for Wentz, and he's trying to catch it at his ankles. Okay, like uh, I've watched every single game. Here, did, and it, I'm not, did it hit him in the hands? Not, though, like bro, quarterbacks need help sometimes. Carson Wentz is a struggling quarterback right now. <laughs> Listen, yeah, you can if, say if, that again. If it hits your hands, you need to catch the ball. That is the first bro, priority. If you are in stride and you're catching it at your ankles, bro, like come on, give me a break. Especially when it's like a three yard dump off. And Wentz has like, and he's just trying to dump it off to get some easy yards, and he's throwing it at like. Dude, we could talk about Wentz Here all day. We go. But Miles Sanders has compared himself. He says he wants to do exactly what Christian McCaffrey does. I don't think it's on and either. And what of he them. can do. So, um, with that being said, he wants to be Christian McCaffrey. Does Kish- Christian McCaffrey catch those balls? I would say yeah, but I think it's mainly because of the offensive That's line. Simple. I think it's less fucking. Sanders, and I think it's less Wentz, and I think it's just that offensive line, the man gets pressured none. Speaking of Stop. which, Lane Johnson was just put on season-ending IR. Yeah. So, well, 
he hasn't yeah. really done much anyway. So fuck yeah, him. he's been hurt all year, in and out of the lineup. Really, um, yeah, I'm over it. We've what? had the most offensive line combinations out of any NFL team as well. Yeah, if you guys didn't know that, no, I, it's mind blowing. It, it, this the whole Eagles team. Listen, Casey, um, I'm all down for uh, strictly Eagles related talk at some point but this is the running back podcast so let's get us back on track here caleb take us to you're right you're right, you're right. <laughs> sorry about that i wouldn't listen I wanted, i'd love to have this conversation it's just it's gonna have to be another time i wanted to jump on something you had which is um are running backs overall overrated and do they really need a pay a dude that much money for uh, running backs. I know you've felt some certain way on this, Ian. I don't know if you want to take it over from here and yeah. express your feelings about Let this. Let me just go on a rant, I suppose, because this is something I've been saying for years. And As a running back in high school and college. Too. As a running back in high school, college, played running back my whole life. I've loved the position. It's it's probably the funnest position you could possibly possibly play especially if you don't mind concussions and all that bullshit but rbs to me are the least important position in the nfl rbs or RBs, RBs. running backs like like they got the meats or like running backs no no not, not rbs <laughs> like we got the meat running running backs are the least important position in the nfl sorry i'm getting hungry um <laughs> bad rbs are like average i mean they, they grow on trees. You can get a running back um, anywhere. In the draft, you could get them in the seventh round, sixth round. You could get them undrafted. They're always coming up and playing really well. Example, uh, just on the Eagles real quick, Boston Scott, not a great player, but if you could get players like that in the sixth or th- seventh round at quarterback or at wide receiver, anywhere else. Better position as, that you could have said was CMC and Mike Davis. Mike Davis filled in for him very, Exactly, very well. filled in, and, and the, he, of course they were missing something, but it's enough of a fill-in where it's like, wow, we could have used Mike Davis the same way we used Christian McCaffrey, and we get a little bit less production, but what else could we have gotten with that Christian McCaffrey pick? That was an early pick in the first round. They could have gotten extra talented player at that point. So talking about this, and they have a short lifespan in the NFL. Um, they, they last, what, eight years if you're lucky? And on top of that, there are usually an injury or two riddled season in there at least. Running back is a huge injury potential position. You're drafting a guy, what, in the first round to have him injured two years out of eight of his best years, and after that eighth year, he's done. And usually um, a player's uh, talent doesn't last eight years. Usually they're great for four years and then fall off. That is the running back way of life. And this is my hot take. You guys are going to hate it. A good kicker is more essential than a good running back. A kicker. A good kicker? A good kicker. Punter and kicker. A good kicker, I'm going to say. A punter, that's hard to say because I do love punters and the fact that if you can consistently get like the if ball. Like you, if you could have a Tucker over a good running back, I think yes. I would take a Tucker. I, I want Justin Tucker all day because to have a kicker, 60-yard, 55-yard, 50-yard field goal for the win, Justin Tucker's going to hit that shit all day long. He's going to make all the extra points. It's uh, Kickers are underestimated, under underrated in the fact that they're so important to the – NFL. Um, so my whole point they change here games for sure. is running backs grow on trees. You could get them anywhere. 
I didn't really like the Miles Sanders pick. I think he's a very good running back, and he has a talent to be a very good running back. I just don't like getting him in the second round. I think the Eagles could have used so much more and could have kept Jordan Howard even, who we just got back for nothing. I mean, Jordan Howard, when he was on the Eagles, ran very well. What about Ajayi? Do you like him? Not, I, I mean, I liked Ajayi when, when he was on the Eagles, but now is he, he's not even on the team, I believe. Right. So these are running backs who used to be viewed as some of the best running backs in the league. Jordan Howard rushed, leaded the league in rushing. Um, Jay Ajayi was a huge top running back in the league. All get hurt or fall off. And these, I just, the RB position kills me. It's not valuable. Teams fail all the time by paying these guys big money. It never works out. They always fall off after that. Look at Todd Gurley. How awful was that? But you're forced to pay him because you're like, if we don't pay Todd Gurley, oh, no, what are we going to do? Never pay the running back position. And with all that being said, everything I just said, Casey, how do you feel about these statements? Bro, I absolutely do. You and I have had countless talks about this. And I completely agree. The running back position is the most replaceable position in football. I've, I've even been on record as to say that you should draft a running back in the third or fourth round every four years. You should, once that rookie deal is up, get a new one. There's absolutely no reason that you waste money, for example, on a guy like David Johnson. Or, and, I mean, think about that contract that Houston just took on. Or a guy like Todd Gurley, who right now is not playing for Atlanta right now. And then you think about a guy like Zeke, who just got a super lucrative deal. And he just fumbled the ball six times this season. Like, Yeah, that's like when we got to... Or, or you think... Go ahead. That's when we we um we got to look at is how fucking bad was that trade giving away Hopkins for fucking oh my Duke Johnson yeah, was, like come on man we're talking about it we'll, we'll, right, we'll definitely talk about that but it's got to like, be the in worst terms trade of, like, of the year. James Robinson is putting on right now in Jacksonville. I mean, you're like Antonio Gibson is putting on in Washington. You know what I mean? Like they're just like so many guys in the NFL who are even backups like Benny Snell on this Wednesday night of. Sunday night football edition was putting on for the Steelers tonight. You know what I mean? Like, there's so many different running backs year after year after year who are just literally flooding the NFL draft that you can get them in the fourth, fifth, sixth round where you don't need to spend a high lucrative pick like a first, second, or third. They're, they are so. Not only is the running back position underappreciated, but it, it doesn't matter. Like, you could literally throw anyone back there as long as you teach, like, coach them well enough how to block and catch a ball every once in a while, you'll be fine. And the Chiefs right now are proving that right now. I mean, Clyde Edwards Hilaire coming into the league, I think I thought a lot of, a lot of people put a lot of promise into him. I didn't put too much stock in him, but now, like, now Le'Veon Bell is there, and he's basically an afterthought. And Tyree Hill just had 200 plus yards in the first quarter because they don't even think about, they don't even think about running the ball because they don't need to. So, like, no, the running back position, it is, it, 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 its value has been decreasing so exponentially over the last five years, and it will continue to do so. You know, that's one point, though, that I might actually disagree with. Um, it's becoming less valuable because in my eyes now, um, there was a period of time, I would say a few years ago, where drafting an RB in the first round was like, you just wouldn't do it. Uh, teams refused to do it. And as of yeah. late, there's been a few first-round um, RB selections. Um, in my eyes, what's going on now in the NFL is these running backs are becoming less power backs. They're putting themselves um, in less of a 
harmful position. They're running out of bounds more often. They're being safer, and on top of that, they're becoming more versatile because they're now catching the ball. The, the, you, yeah. got, you got guys like Kamara and McCaffrey. who. So I think there is more value in them now than there used to be, but I still don't have a huge value in them just because I think there's a lot of other RBs that can do similar type of stuff. But to right. say they're becoming less valuable, in my eyes, I don't think the NFL sees it that way because at least now you have guys that, okay, he is a good runner, like um, Dalvin Cook, but even if we don't want to run the ball, at least he's blocking and receiving the ball and making a big impact in multiple different ways instead of just the one. Yeah, I That's think true. the main thing to take away from this is if you're drafting a player in the NFL, you got to fucking draft the line first. Um, it's more and more and more year in, year in, year out. We're just not we, but they are just passing the ball more and more. And like Ian said, they're they're becoming more valuable because they're becoming more passing down backs more than running backs. Um, same thing with tight ends. They're they're less blocking tight ends. They're less um, like rush blocking uh, tight ends, and they're more just catching. So they're becoming more valuable, and I think that's why tight ends are becoming more valuable. But if you're fucking drafting someone, worry about your damn line first. Like that's what. Um, Browns did this year. They worried about their line, and it helped them out a lot, like a lot, a lot, because it helped Baker get more time to throw the ball, and it, it has their two great backs. They got fucking Hunt for, like, shits and giggles um, on pennies, and now they have two great backs in the backfield, and they're just running the ball all over all over everyone because of that line and because of the talent behind there, and they got it from, like, some dude just misbehaving in the NFL, and that's all it was. So even if you feel like you don't want to, like, pay someone, just simply wait for someone to fall off and then pick them, not fall off as far as talent-wise, but fall off as far as a team's radar and then just pick them up. I mean, you got, like, Fournette crying like a little baby-ass bitch on the Jaguars, which technically he should be because Jaguars suck balls. But just wait for, like, a talent like that and then just go around and pick him up for dirt cheap. Simple as that. But on... The other side of this, I also view it as running backs put their fucking bodies out there. So you can't completely disrespect them as far as paying them. Um, but you, you got to pay them somewhat because, honestly, play after play after play, they put their bodies on the line. Um, we pay our quarterbacks the most money, but then we don't pay the people around them that protect his ass non-fucking-stop. And then we have the rest protecting him nonstop, and we pay him the most. My man does it. Most of them barely didn't even get fucking tackled in a game nowadays, and they're getting paid like the most money. My running back, most running backs are fucking getting hit play after play after play. They fucking get injected with shit to get them into games nonstop, and they're probably like the most hard workers as far as in the weight room and as far as on the field taking the biggest hits for sure. So you got you to gotta somewhat kind of find the balance of paying him but not overly paying him because they are replaceable at the ass for sure. I'll respect running backs in every sense of the way, but fuck paying them, dude. Really, if I'm an organization, like you just said, how insane is it that Leonard Fournette and Le'Veon Bell were just free agents for anyone to it pick up? It makes no sense, bro. Anyone to pick I, up. These are it's guys smart business-wise, but it's an ago, asshole move for sure. Two, three years ago, like – all these guys, you would have loved to have Le'Veon Bell or Leonard Fournette. You would have killed to have them. And they're just sitting there free to pick up. It's insane. Yeah, I almost 
I almost put Leonard Fournette as my most underrated back in football because he is just so underutilized in Tampa Bay, but he is such a beast, dude. He really Fournette. is. I fucking hate Fournette. My man, I had what him on my do, fantasy. What do you hate about him? What do oh. I hate about him? My man was on his fan on my fantasy, right? And this motherfucker <laughs> was first and one or first and inches on the goal line, and he had four attempts in a row. To get the damn touchdown, he doesn't get me the touchdown, I'm out of playoffs. So he can go suck it easy real fast because oh my as a God. running back, offensive you got to be able line. to get that. That's the offensive line. No, get the fuck out of here, dude. It's one yard. Fuck we him. just talked about offensive line determines everything. I don't care. It's one yard. I'm talking about I'm talking about offensive line, like, making him have, like, a good season overall. But, like, it's one damn line. Stick fucking Elliott there. He would have got that damn fucking one yard. Fuck Fournette. So, yeah, behind the Cowboys line, yeah, he would have. No, any line, really short. any line, Elliot would have got that one yard for sure. Yeah, Fortnite my, can suck it. Yeah, really though, my my whole end of the spiel for me at least is um, draft draft offensive line help. If if you want your rush rushing game to get better, draft offensive line help. I'll take yeah. maybe like the Eagles or the Cowboys offensive line of like three or four years ago when when they were all in their prime. Give me like Trent Trent Richardson. Really, I, I don't even give a shit. Yeah. Put Trent, Trent yeah. Richardson back there behind the behind those offensive lines. He will still produce. He'll still probably have a thousand yards rushing. He can't find a hole That's to save his name. life. But when when the line creates a big enough hole where a fucking car can run through it, fuck it, give it to Trent Richardson. He'll find it. Is eventually. that the ball that caught the ball? He's the one who was basically. Dude, I'm so shocked that dude existed. Exactly. He, he. But yeah, I do know who exactly huge, who that is. Huge RB uh, in college. Came to the NFL for the Browns. Um, was yep. supposed to be this this huge fucking one of the best running backs. Probably like hyped up as shit and just couldn't like. Had a nah, lack, he was good his rookie year. Natural. Uh, nah, he was good his rookie year. Then he got traded to the Colts, and that's when it went all downhill. Because they didn't have a line. Because they didn't have a line. No, they didn't have shit. Exactly. They didn't have but shit. Even, even when there were holes, man, he was missing them like crazy. Oh, I, I, I remember, bro. I remember. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's that's my whole spiel on that, that dude. That, that's the year that they uh, that's the year they took Brandon Whedon too. You remember that, dude? Oh man, he he had that one year, right? Oh uh, no, he was never good. And then he backed up in Dallas for a one. second. I feel like he had one decent year, no? No, no. Dude, right. that was the quarterback that was drafted when he was like 26 years old. Well, let's move on from this old fuck, it sounds like. Um, <laughs> anyway, and move on to some newer, up-to-date things. Uh, I got one more question. I don't know if you guys got anything after this, but it's uh, definitely the last question, but I think it's the most important question for sure. Who's got the All best right. swagger? <laughs> Who do you think? Yeah, who's got the Feed best swag? Feed me, bro. Feed on me. or off the field. Not no corny fucking swag like Elliot's ass, but who who do you think's got the best swag for sure? Casey, who you got? I mean, like, there's only one running back who I could think that has, like, a sense of, like, personality off the field. It has to be Zeke. I mean, like, the dude's, like, he's just a nutcase, bro, on and off the field, like, with the belly shirt, with the tats, with the nose bowl ring, with the afro, like with the headband, like he is definitely <laughs> trying to be an individual, That's and he, he succeeds. Sure. He, he succeeds at that, so I'd have to give it to Zeke. He's definitely he's definitely a character off and on the field, no doubt. I like his dark visor too. Yeah, he wears a dark visor. Him and Kamara wear dark visors. But as far as uh, best swagger, who you got, Ian? I, you go first, actually, because uh, yeah, this go. one's tough, man. I love Jones. Um, 
Yeah, Jones, I just like the fucking dreads. Dreads, uh, that's big part of fucking swag, bro. Big part of swag <laughs> is definitely the dreads. And then you got the colored, the, the colored dreads. And then you got the fucking glasses he'd be rocking nowadays. He, he's he's stunting all over everyone. But if I had to give it anyone, for sure, Kamara. His uh, swag on and off the field is fucking dope. I follow him on Instagram as well. Um, so his clothes-wise, option-wise, fucking looks amazing. Nose and then ring? He, yeah, he's always matching, man. He's always matching on and off the field nonstop. So I got to give it up to my man, Kamara, for sure. Plus, I'm pretty sure he's got dreads too, right? He had dreads yeah. at least. So no, like he that, does. That's what I'm saying. You, to be the best swag, you got to at least have dread, dreads for sure. Dreads give you like t- plus 10 points. <laughs> Plus ten pence and swag. Yeah, got um, I mean. apparently nose rings too. Since you and uh, Casey went that way, but yeah, for I sure. Guess so. I just have a bunch of options rolled out here. Since I don't know what the hell to do here. <laughs> um, I'm more of a, I guess, conservative like swagger kind of guy. You know, I like a good old. School I like look. my CMC. Like good, no, I didn't go CMC. <laughs> that's a little, that, that's the white pick though for sure. That's probably like the <laughs> for sure. No, but um, I went. For, let's get the old bucks out there. Um, LaShawn McCoy, Le'Veon Bell. I feel like those two guys yeah. always rolled rolled around with some swag on and off the field, always walking around with that. Um, I'm not going to go too far into that. If, if you don't know what they look like, they're both like... You said McCoy and who? Le'Veon Bell. Okay. I can go with Bell. I like Bell. Both I swag, forgot about Bell. swag guys. Um, and then guys who are actually pretty much playing. Let, let's move on to those guys. Um, Bell's bars suck, though. Jamal Williams. Um, you see his dance moves as of late with the dance cams. They, they, uh, they he's a backup, though. Fuck him. Uh, yeah, but he, he's got some moves, bro. You need to check him out. Um, and then lastly, Saquon Barkley. I mean, he's just – he's got – I don't even – I guess it's a swag. It's just like a – He's definitely got a Greek guy bod, too. I mean, exactly. no homo, I'll put it out there. <laughs> he, <laughs> no he has an unspeakable, like, confidence about him. Exactly. Like, so, so he's like, like, like an alpha type – yeah, like a – for alpha sure. in the weight room, alpha on the outside, and probably alpha to his mom, alpha to his daddy. His dad probably feels like he's the daddy for sure. <laughs> Bro, what are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what, what, what do we got here? Is, are we rolling this out? Uh, I think that's pretty much all it. I'm actually looking at Barkley's Instagram. My man's fucking slacking, man. He don't got no swag picks whatsoever. Oh, no swag picks? <laughs> the best thing I, he's got I, is I might need to take that back. You might, you might, yeah, you might need a new pick, Ian. <laughs> My fucking best swag... As far as like, just like his uh like walking around like um personality though, he definitely probably has the best swagger. But my best swagger, I know this is off topic, is Travis Kelsey. My man's got. So I was shoot. I was gonna swag, say the bro. same thing. I was gonna say the same thing. He's fucking all all over the place with his fucking outfits and on the field. Personality wise, he's a fucking beast. He's all about the team. Uh, definitely best swag in the NFL. I gotta give it to Kelsey. Breaking news. Kelsey, we, we, we give it to Travis Kelsey, number one swag in the NFL. Best best running back <laughs> swag, Travis Kelsey. Anyway, that's yes, it sir. for today. Um, I appreciate you coming on, Casey. Uh, it's been a good yeah, time. Yeah, absolutely, bro. Thank you for having me. Uh, if you guys want to follow Casey, it's on the Lawless Sports Podcast on YouTube. Um, not sure if he's anywhere else, but he is on yeah, YouTube. Well, uh, SoundCloud, Casey. Well. SoundCloud as well. Yeah, thank you uh, for the plug. Uh, yeah, if you want to follow me, and my sports takes and my ridiculousness. Uh, the Lola Sports Podcast on YouTube, SoundCloud, coming soon to Apple Music and Spotify as well. 
I have Instagram as well. Same thing, Wallace Sports Podcast. Uh, guys, Leather Helmet Fandom, thank you so much for having me on. It's been a blast. Not well, a problem, Of course, man. anytime. I'm sure there's going to be some future ones, so look yeah, out for those. Absolutely. Hopefully, hopefully you'll be able to join us when we actually get on the road and we get to some motherfucking home games and we can actually see yeah. the fan base, spread the love, get fucking wasted, have a good time. <laughs> that's that's what the future plans are. Maybe uh, have a have a dual thing going on. With for the love of football, Love guys. of sports podcasts. And for sure, absolutely. That'd be dope. But anyway, uh, thank you guys for joining us this week. Um, got a special guest, Casey Lawless. Uh, thanks for coming. And that's pretty much about it. If you want to follow us, you already know from all the other podcasts where to find us at Leather Helmet Fandom Podcast. Doing it week in and week out. Stay tuned. Stay healthy. Enjoy football on Sunday. Have a good day, everyone. God bless. Peace. Peace.